Buenos dias from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 29th of September, 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. Starting off this week's update, the community of Valencia announced its plans to put in place a fiscal reform for the rest of this year that will continue until next year. The Valencian president, Chimo Puig, has revealed that the community's government will use its spending budget to reduce personal income tax for its citizens who earn less than 60,000 euros annually, which is about 90% of the population. Currently, the community has a population of just under 5 million. For citizens earning less than 10,000 euros annually, this would mean a savings of about 20%. For those earning up to 20,000, about 7%. And for those under 30,000, around 2%. Regarding Bonuses and discounts from the 9th of October until the 31st of December. The public transport will be free for those under 30, which the government says will help out around 1.5 million young people. There are ongoing discussions over the renewal of the Council of Judiciary, or CGPJ, and the Constitutional Court. However, recent reports have highlighted how much council members receive In monetary compensation, the seven members that make up the permanent commission of the council receive around 20,000 euros annually, in addition to compensation for attending meetings. Judge Carlos Lesmes is resigning from his position as president of the Supreme Court and the CGPJ. According to the 2022 budget, he receives the most money as a base salary of just under 30,000 euros per year, in addition to extra compensation which adds up to much more than the average Spanish household. Next up, the Spanish government is looking to implement a new digital nomad visa scheme for remote workers from non-European countries. In order to qualify for the scheme, applicants should have been working remotely for a company outside of the country, either with a contract or on a freelance basis for at least a year prior to moving to Spain. If they fulfill these requirements, workers will have a flexible, renewable one-year residency permit to live and work in Spain. In addition, possible applicants will have to demonstrate fiscal ability and address to live in Spain and possibly a criminal record check. Once they are settled in Spain, they will have to declare their income and pay a 15% tax rate rather than the standard 25%. For those who are thinking, what's the catch? Well, this digital nomad scheme is still under review and probably won't be fully implemented until at least next year. French government is still keeping the Spanish on their toes with the mid-cap pipeline. According to Madrid, the gas pipeline we spoke of a couple of weeks ago could help Europe provide more energy to the continent, especially Germany, which needs to increase its supplies after Russia closed the North Stream pipeline earlier this month, as well as the bombing yesterday. Even though It's too late for the mid-cap pipeline to be implemented by autumn 2022. The Spanish government has said that it could be ready by this time next year, a prediction that France doesn't agree with. Another worry is where the money to fund the line would come from. Spain has said that the EU should pay. However, it would cost over 300 million euros, a price that the French government thinks is too low for the project's cost, as they predict it could end up costing billions. France remains hostile to the project because of allegedly environmental and economic impact issues, and perhaps because they prefer to keep the giant German energy market away from Spain and for themselves. Spain is getting increasingly frustrated. If you want to know more about the Midcat pipeline and ongoing discussions, check the link in the show notes. Regarding energy, 
Spain is setting itself up to be Europe's leading solar energy provider over the last year. Eco Energia Ciudadana, a cooperative in Madrid, says that installation requests have boomed with more people opting for solar energy panels on their roofs, homes, and businesses than before, especially since Spain has scrapped its so-called sun tax. Spain now joins the Netherlands and Germany as the third largest solar panel energy provider in Europe. Moving on, households across Spain are finding their regular food shops are becoming increasingly expensive as the cost of living is getting higher. Over the last year, according to many news outlets, product prices have increased by about 15% between May 2021 and May 2022. However, prices have been steadily rising over the last 34 years. So the Organization of Consumers and Users, or OCU, has created a list comparing typical supermarket shops that assess how much a basket of goods would cost you depending on where you live. The OCU visited over 1,000 different supermarkets between May 2021 and May 2022 in over 60 countries. On another note, The 27th and 28th of October mark five years since the Catalan Declaration of Independence from Spain. And even though it seems Catalonia is setting its sights on independence once again, they still need Madrid buy-in in one form or another. Catalan government head Per Argonese has said they don't want to repeat the same mistakes they made in 2017 and are looking for an open dialogue with Spain. At the moment, talks are ongoing to normalize their inter-party relationship. On Tuesday, the 27th, Catalonia announced that they would push Spain to agree to hold a binding referendum for the country's political independence. Still, the central government has rejected the proposal because of Catalonia's maximalist aspirations. Currently, in recent polling, around 52% of the Catalan population reject independence, while 41% favor it. In other news been over 40 years since Francisco Franco ruled over Spain, but the effects are still being felt today. Many of the oldest generations have passed away while organizing their parents' housing estates. Some adults have discovered they could have been stolen children. During the 30s and 40s, a leading psychopathic psychologist who was trained in Germany set about abolishing the so-called red gene that he said Franco's left-leading opposition had and proposed that by taking these children from their birth parents, they could squash anti-regime hate and these children would become regime loyalists. However, it was all in secret. Birth moms were told that their babies had died or while in prison for political crimes, the state took their babies and wealthy conservative families adopted them as their own. Want to find more about this story? Check the link in the show notes. Next up, British immigrants living in Spain have flocked to social media to express their anger at no longer being able to use their British driver's licenses. Spanish embassy had announced that British citizens moving to Spain had six months to change their driver's licenses to Spanish ones. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to drive because of Brexit. For people already based in the country, there was a grace period of about four months between January and April 2020. International driving permit is required for non-EU tourists renting cars, depending on the rental company. However, it seems many people didn't heed the warning and cannot drive on Spanish roads, and the government hasn't announced another grace period yet because the Tories in the UK do not seem to be moving particularly quickly on this, which is one of the many, many matters of Brexit negotiations that have let slide. Lastly, Spain loves to celebrate with fiestas, and with the colder months coming, there are tons of them. In Fengirola, town in the province of Malaga, 
annual Feria de Rosario Fair will run from the 6th to the 12th of October in honor of the town's patron saint, Our Lady of the Rosary, or La Virgen de Rosario. Check it out for Andalusian dancing, singing, and traditional horse-drawn carriages. That's it for this week. Thanks to all of you who wrote in to join the conversation about community. For those of you who are interested, we have a newsletter on Substack comes out less than once a month for the most part. If you want to join, hear about why we do these updates and other big picture aspects of Rorschach, email us at podcast at Rorschach.com. We will report and keep the conversation going there. Hasta la próxima. Hasta la próxima.